Hey guys, it's Sean. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Okay, so that's no longer applicable because we are not video anymore. Let me rephrase. I'm still putting this, actually, let me start over. Let me tell you who I am. I do this every single time. Why do I always act like the whole world knows me? Okay. <laughs> hello, 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 everyone. My name is Sean Wilson. I'm an actress here in Hollywood, and I make content dedicated to inspiring you to fulfill, sorry, to pursue your dreams. The reason why I make that distinction between pursue and fulfill is in some cases with certain dreams, whether or not the dream gets fulfilled is not under our control. However, whether or not we pursue it, absolutely a hundred percent is some people have never been told before it's okay for them to go after that thing that they really want or become that thing they really want to be or do that thing that they really want to try well i am here to tell you that it is and to give you as much cheerleading as i possibly can from the comfort of my home now, if you are brand new to Not So Average with Sean Wilson, welcome. I am so glad to have you. If you are a returner and we have history, welcome back. If you are a returner, you're noticing that there is something very different about this episode from the ones that came before. And that is the fact that you don't see my face. This is an audio only episode. Ah, uh, you know what? I actually did audio only one other time back in season one, episode six, uh, but it wasn't the traditional podcast format at all. Actually, that episode was kind of like, um, it was kind of sketchy in nature, <laughs> uh, not sketchy, like shady, but sketchy, like sketch comedy. Um, but as far as the normal episodes go, this one is the first one that I'm doing without providing you also with video. And the reason why I'm doing that is because the analytics, I, I've been doing the podcast since June of 2022. It is currently November of that same year. And the analytics have shown me that majority of you guys listen to the podcast versus watching it. And because creating the video version of this show requires so much time and effort. And when I say so much time and effort, you guys, I am not even close to exaggerating. There are episodes that literally take me more than three days to complete, to give you 15 minutes of content. And it's because there's the recording, then there's the video editing and the sound editing, and then there's the creation of the thumbnail, and then there's the posting and the writing up the description and all the things. And I really, really, really wanted to give you that version of this show. And that's why that's how it started. But because the majority of you aren't watching it on YouTube or Spotify, but are rather listening to it via Amazon Music or um, Apple Podcasts, um, even some of the Spotifyers are not like I said, they're not watching it, but they're listening to it on Spotify because that is the way that you guys seem to prefer to consume the show. That's the way I'm going to serve you the show. Like what I did there with the food. Anyway, um, so, <laughs> so all of that being said, if the time ever comes that there is an increase in engagement on these episodes in terms of the number of people listening, as well as the number of people commenting, expressing to me in those comments what it is that you would like to hear or see more of. And you say to me, hey, Sean, you know, I really miss seeing your face. 
Um, because I get it. There is probably a benefit to seeing me as I encourage you because you get to connect with me in a different way than you would just hearing my voice. You would get to see me. Uh, sorry, my eyes. My eyes sparkle when I encourage you or tell you <laughs> whatever I want to share with you to help you uh, go forward with your dream. So if there is a large clamoring, I hope I've used that word right, um, of you know, requests. Okay. Now at this point, I know that I haven't used it right, but anyway, anyway, there is a lot of expression coming to me about people really wanting that video version of this. Again, I will resume that process. If the listenership supports that decision, because time management is super important. In fact, that is our topic for today's episode. Hey guys, it's Sean. Remember to comment, follow, and share. <laughs> okay, so yes, time management. Um, Talking about time management is not something that's not been done before. This is not groundbreaking, but what I am going to do with today's episode is I am going to encourage you to uh, consider your dream as you schedule your life. Now, this is scheduling on the micro level. So scheduling your day, maybe even the next few hours only, scheduling your week at the longest. This is not so much the um, inclusion of your dream in your life plan, your five-year plan, anything like that. And part of that is because I feel like many people already do that and that's part of what keeps it just a dream and not something that they actually actively pursue. It's that, um, that, that idea of one day I'm going to blah, blah, blah. One day I want to blah, blah, blah. One day I'd like to have blah, 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 <laughs> whatever, whatever your dream is. I'm sure it's not actually blah, blah, blah. But, um, <laughs> but, but if you will bring your dream into consideration or take it into consideration as you are planning your goals for, or your, or your schedule rather, not your goals, but your, your schedule for the week or even better the day, as you continually do that, you will, first of all, begin the pursuit or continue the pursuit of that dream. And the five-year plan part of the thing or the lifelong dream or life life plan part of the thing will automatically take care of itself. You know, an hour becomes an hour because of all the minutes that make it up. The minute becomes a minute because of all the seconds that make it up. So bring your dream into your regularly scheduled day. Now, I'm sure some of you are thinking, uh, are you for real, Sean? Like, how? I have no more time. Okay, so that's fair. <laughs> that is absolutely fair. I get it. Like, for the majority of us who are adults, there's not just the stuff that we um, do for others that take up a lot of our time. Uh, and by others, I mean those family members that depend on us as well as our jobs. But then there's also the stuff that we're already doing for ourselves that takes up our time. And uh, because we already have that going on, it doesn't feel realistic 
that we can now add something else, particularly something as fluffy feeling as our quote dream end quote um, into the schedule, except you can because of the fact that there is something already that you are doing for yourself. Now, again, I'm sure I can hear some people saying, uh-uh, I don't got no time for me. I mean, maybe, but I doubt that's actually true. Here's what I mean. It may not be quality time that you're making for yourself or quality activities that you're doing for yourself, but there is something that you're doing for yourself. It could be... um hours and hours and hours of time spent on social media or hours and hours and hours of time obsessively watching cable news and getting mad about what is or what is not happening in the political sphere. It could be hours and hours and hours of time watching television. See, there is somewhere where you can trim the fat so that you can add this new piece to your schedule, the piece that is the dream that you want for yourself. So it's still you time. And I get it. Some of these other things that you do, some of those things that I just named, they feel they're, they're your right now. They're your go-to for relaxing. I feel like a lot of people, most people weren't taught how to have balance in life. And so along with that, we weren't taught how to, um, healthy ways of unwinding. And so the default becomes things like the overconsumption of media, including awesome podcasts, like not so average with Sean Wilson. Um, and, and so we defaulted into these behaviors. Some of them are learned behaviors from the household that we grew up in. And that is what we know right now for unwinding for some people There is no judgment intended here, but I'm going to warn you now, I'm about to sound judgy. Um, For some people, that unwinding takes the form of hanging out at bars or drinking. Sometimes it's drinking at home and not uh, doing anything that's a little bit more productive with your time than just having that cool, refreshing drink go down your gullet. I told you it was going to sound judgy. I have no choice. I like I tried. I I didn't try very hard. I'm not judging your life choices. I'm just saying that if you know that there's something else that you want for yourself, you have the ability and the power to make some adjustments. Your dream, whatever steps you can begin to take towards it, I believe will provide you with that same sense of relaxation that you're getting from the current habits you have. So switch it out is what I'm saying. Or if you don't feel comfortable completely switching it out, then my next suggestion would be like reduce some of the time spent doing these other things and take that chunk of time that you've reduced it by and apply it to the pursuit of your dreams. Now, I want to give you a couple of quick um, ideas of easy ways, because I know that for some of my listeners, it is... um, you know, still a little bit intimidating to think about what to do in order to pursue your dreams. And I empathize with you. Um, even though I've been acting since I was 17 years old, there have been many times in my life where something derailed me from it. Um, and also just so you know, acting is not, um, gosh, I don't even know if I should tell you all this, but I'm gonna tell you anyway, acting is not my dream. 
It's not. Um, in fact, I used to get really, really mad when my I have one sister who insisted on calling it my dream and insisted on saying I was living my dream. And I think the reason why people will think of it as my dream is because acting feels like one of those things that is so far removed from normal life for most people. Um, but it's, uh, it, it wasn't my dream. My dream growing up actually was to be a singer. Um, I had a little bit of time where my dream was to be a professional ballet dancer. Um, uh, right now I have a dream that my tarot channel on YouTube takes off. My most recent video has three times the views as of right now as any of the videos that came before it. So I think we're going in the right direction there. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. For some reason today, I felt the need to tell that to you guys. Acting is actually my career. And I've always known it was going to be my career. Don't ask me why. I just did. Um, maybe because when I was a kid, my father was in radio and I would go on the air with him. And so that was like my gateway into that. I've always performed on some level. Initially, there was a ballet, of course. Most little girls start off with ballet. And then... I became an instrumentalist and I did that for a very long time. I played several instruments in the strings and the bands in my school, my schools. And, um, but something always just said to me that I was going to be an actor and I auditioned all through high school, got nothing. And, uh, went ahead and applied to acting programs for college. Um, and what I really mean to say is, acting majors in colleges. I did not go to an acting school. I went to a regular liberal liberal arts college and uh, got into a few programs, chose the one I went to, did the things that you're supposed to do to get the degree, got offered a job right before I graduated and worked in the field ever since. And I've always thought of it as and approached it as my career. Even from the time I was a child, I changed the spelling of my name to S-H-O-N when I was 13 years old because I knew I was going to be an actor. I had a friend who misspelled it. It used to be spelled S-H-A-W-N. had a friend who misspelled it. I loved what she did. And knowing that I was going to be an actor, assumed that it would be catchy. And so I kept it. So, um, so in terms of finding a way to put something else in your life, besides the obligations you already have, there are ways to do it uh, that, are more accessible than it, it might feel. And so, like I was saying, there there were times in my, you know, I went off on that track for a little bit that I almost, I, I almost even forgot what the heck I was talking about. Here's the point. <laughs> Here's the point. There were have been some times in my life where I got, um, I had some personal situations that needed my attention. And they needed my attention in such a way that I got off of that career path of acting. And so when I was ready to get back into it, when I wanted to go back to doing it, I found it very daunting. And this was even while having already had many years in the field as a professional and a degree from a four-year university to back me up, to legitimize me, to like, I knew I could do the thing, but it's that mental leap that you have to take when you want to add something new to your life, particularly as an adult, when you have other obligations. So, um, 
This one is going to sound very, very simple, but you guys should know by now, if you've been listening to this podcast the whole time, particularly the last, I want to say five or six episodes, you know, I like to give you simple because simple is doable and simple keeps you from making excuses. So the first way to add your dream into your schedule is to schedule five minutes of every day just thinking about it. Allow yourself to have the room mentally, the mental space to think about it. And I don't mean just think about it in general or think about it in terms of, excuse me, there's something in my throat. Hold on one second, guys. I don't mean just thinking about it in general or thinking about how someone else has it or, 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 you know, observing the way someone else has it or does it or whatever. I mean, thinking about it for yourself and what it would mean to you in your life for you and for your life if you had that thing or were doing that thing or being that thing, whatever your dream is. As I've mentioned before, there are three types of dreams. The things, uh, things you can do, things you can have, and things you can be. So for the person whose dream it is to be an actor, that's a being dream. For some people, the dream is to own a certain level of home. That's a having dream. And then for other people, the dream may be um, to swim the English Channel. I don't know why I came up with that one, but it was <laughs> the first thing that crossed my mind. Um, it actually makes me think of my friend Anita, who does a lot of that kind of swimming. She is amazing to me. Also a really, really great singer. Um, but anyway... That is a doing dream. So carve out five minutes of every day to begin with. I want you to commit to a month of five minutes per day to just think about your dream. When you feel ready, when you feel comfortable, I want you to add another five minutes each day to writing about your dream. Remember in high school, I assume all high schools did this. I know mine did. Um, in high school, there would often be times when we were instructed to write about, oh no, I, I, I you know what? Let me back that up a little bit. I have a better way to put it. When I was applying to colleges, which may be why I associated high school with it at, at first when I w- started this uh, this section. When I was applying to colleges, there, I don't know how to put it because that was literally like 500 years ago. Okay, not literally 500 years ago, but it was a long time ago. And um, there would be questions that you had to answer in an essay form. And essentially you were answering in the hypothetical. Right. And so for one of my uh, essays, I wrote about wanting to become the president of the United States of America and that I wanted my friend Katie Rust, whose nickname is Cheeks. I loved her then. I love her now. Cheeks, I don't know if you listen to this, but if so, shout out. Um, I wanted her to be my vice president. And so in writing out that essay and answering that question, I essentially created that reality on paper. So I want to encourage you to 
do that as well. Now, some of you may be ready to jump right into that one and not do the whole five minutes a day of thinking about it. Um, if you already have the habit of thinking about yourself, uh, pursuing your dream or living it out, right? Outright. Um, or if you're like really, really good at visualizing it already, then go ahead and jump to the step of writing it down, right? Writing it out. And I don't mean just one sentence, you guys. Commit yourself to, I want to tell you 10 sentences. I want to say 10 sentences, okay? And how you format them as paragraphs is up to you. But 10 sentences, excuse me, 10 sentences of um, what it would look like and feel like for you to be pursuing and or living that dream. I encourage you to start with the pursuing part more so than the living because pursuing is the next immediate step and you need to help your mind wrap itself around the pursuit of it. For some of you who feel as though visualization is not a concept that you are comfortable with or can easily do. Because, you know, it's really easy for people like me to go around telling other people, oh, visualize. You know, a lot of these manifestation teachers out there, they like to say, you need to visualize it, just visualize it. But what they're not taking into account is the fact that not everybody's brain works the same way. Some people have um, a very active part of that brain that creates pictures and others do not. So if you happen to be one of those people who struggles to create images in your mind, um, including images of yourself um, and making like mental movies, writing it out, like I've suggested here, is the next best thing. It, it quite possibly can help start to um, uh, activate that part of your mind that does visualize. Um, you might start seeing some of what you write down on paper show up in your dreams at night. So those are the two very easy, very simple steps I want you to go ahead and add to your schedule daily. Spend five minutes a day for the next month just thinking about what it looks like and feels like when you pursue your dream. And then once you've gotten to the point where you feel comfortable with that, take a a different five to 10 minutes a day, not at the same time, a different five to 10 minutes a day to write about it, how it feels for you to do, how it would feel for you to do this. Okay, let me rephrase that. How it would feel for you to pursue or live your dream. Now, the reason why I want it to be a different five minutes than the ones dedicated to the thinking about it is because this now gives you two times every day that you are connecting with your dream. And again, uh, for a lot of us adults, we are living a life that is so far removed from that dream of ours that it feels and seems impossible. And I want you to have the um, experience of connecting with this thing that means so much to you twice a day. And if you listened to the episode right before this one, it was about survival mode and how survival mode can be keeping you from your dream. 
if you had a chance to listen to that one, um, you will definitely resonate with what I'm saying about just living a life that's so far removed from whatever your passion is or whatever your um, dream thing to have might be. For some reason, whenever I talk about having dreams, I think about yachts and I don't even want a yacht. But I think about that because I think for a lot of people who have a dream about possessions, it's associated with wanting wealth, wanting a luxury lifestyle. And and we associate yachts, of course, with luxury because only rich people have them. I'm going to tell you all this. I'm going to get super wealthy and I'm not going to have a yacht because I don't want to be on a yacht. I don't know. I might get one. But I digress. Go figure is what I do. So that's what I have for you today, everybody. Thank you for sticking with me this long. This is episode, I want to say 15. I'm pretty sure this is the 15th episode of my show, um, which makes it the, yeah, that's right. And that makes it the fifth episode of season two. And you guys are still here. If you know someone who could benefit from this content, please be sure to share it with them. It would be lovely for me to be able to encourage even more people. And um, if you ever have any questions or requests about what we talk about here on Not So Average, do not hesitate to shoot me an email. You can contact me at live at notsoaveragedreamer.com. And then, of course, you can always put your message in the comment section of whatever platform you use to consume this podcast. I will see you guys. Oh, gosh, I guess I won't be seeing you for a while. But uh, you'll hear my voice again. I don't I got to come up with a better way of closing that. You know, once again, here I am struggling to end the dang it podcast. I don't know why that's so hard for me. Maybe because I just like to talk. I don't know. Anyway, I'll give you guys another one of these very soon. In the meantime, have a great week. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Aren't my theme songs fun? I found them at Purple Planet Music. You can find music for your projects there too. Just go to purple-planet.com.